Continuing our learning in Siman Reish Bet, the brachot on fruits. We said the, the bracha is Borei Pri Ha'etz. Uh, if you decided to get creative, don't. If you don't get creative, the bracha should be Borei Pri Ha'etz. But if you didn't know and you said Yotzer Pri Ha'etz, so also Yotzer Dechova. There's a whole discussion about the, in the Mepharshim, in the first parak in the Chumash, what's the difference between Borei, Osei, Yotzer, because those three words seem to be used frequently in the creation of the world, and they don't seem to be interchangeably. They seem to have specific meanings. So, Bore Priya Eitz is appropriate. You said Yotzer Priya Eitz, also Yatsabadi Avad. If you say Bore Priya Ilan, Yatsabadi Avad, they point out that Ilan is not a Hebrew word. It's a Mishnaic word. It's only added in the Mishnah. You don't find that word in the Chumash. Okay, fine. There's a debate later on um, whether uh, Brachot and Tefillah should be Bilashon HaMikra or Bilashon HaMishnah. When we make our whole tefillah, what language should it be? And they're both Hebrew, but they're different dialects of Hebrew. They were developed later. Which one should it be? Lashon Mikra of Tanakh, Lashon Mishnah later. Here it's clearly choosing uh, the Tanakh, uh, the Tanakh words. Uh, if you make a bracha on, on a fruit, Borei Priyadama, also Yatsayedechova. Why? Because all fruits ultimately come from the ground. So if you said Borei Priyadama on a fruit, you don't have to go back. That bracha is valid. However, the Gemara points out you should always try to make the bracha hayoter mivoreret. You should always try to make the more specific bracha. That's considered to be a higher kiyuma mitzvah. The bracha functions as two things. It's a, it, it's not exactly a shevach. You're not saying, wow, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is so great. But on the one hand, you are recognizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu's creation. You're also sort of asking permission. The bracha is sort of a matir. Why are you allowed to eat the apple? God created it. You sort of uh, make a you make a bracha first, sort of like asking permission, not exactly asking permission, but at least acknowledging Hashanah Baruch Hu's role. You should acknowledge his role as specifically as possible. But if you make bray bray adamam bray bray we'll have to learn a little bit later. Okay, how do you, what's the determination between what counts as a fruit, what counts as a vegetable? Sometimes uh, it's a little bit confusing. We talked about papayas and bananas in the past. Mesrat Hashem, we will get there. Now there's an entire discussion about unripe fruit. When the fruit isn't exactly ripe yet, so then what bracha do you make on this unripe fruit? At some point, it's clearly going to be barepria etz. That I know. And everybody agrees that when it's so not edible, it's not normal people don't eat it, then you don't make a bracha at all. You don't make a bracha at all if it's just exact. you know, it's so gross. But what if it's not, it's edible, it's just not ripe yet. What exactly, what exactly happens? So we assume, the, 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 the Yokut Yosef assumes, if you can eat it, even if it's a little bit uh, sour, you make a bracha priya it. There's a whole debate, should it be a shahakol niyabidvaro? Maybe it should be a priyadama. Each one of these positions has a source, has a backing. We assume so long as it's edible, it's not like gross. It's edible. It's not as sweet as an apple. It's not as great. We make obore priyadets on the fruit so long as it's edible to make. That's not necessarily true for Ashkenazim. It's not necessarily true across the board. But Yelkut Yosef assumes that that's the halacha.